Jim Davis still alive. We have, um, if he dies today, not that we're not hoping for Jim Davis to die, but at the point that he dies, the countdown begins and we only have 38 more years to go on this. Mm. Uh, How old we, is he? Do you know? He's got a, probably in his 70s, oh, okay. maybe 80s. Um, one presumes he's not really involved in Garfield anymore. Sure, but, right. Um, we've we've given ourselves the out that when he passes away, you know, when we get up to that point, we get to stop. I mean, honestly, it's 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 Mississippi. Every day we release one podcast. Two more days to go. Forgive me. I'm taking up a You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Garf, baby Garf. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. John, a pleasure to be with here with you on Saturday, May 19, 1984. Today we're reading the 2162nd ever Garfield. Um, looks like the end of this narrative, uh, this narrative arc. Today's strip. We've wow, this is another powerful opening. <laughs> Panel one. Honestly, this is all we need. This is all you need is this first panel. Um, this is another one that could be no dialogue. Uh, Garfield and Arlene are on the fence. Uh, Garfield left, uh, Arlene left, Garfield right. They're framed by the full moon, uh, which is setting or rising. And they are just, they're staring at each other. Their faces are maybe an inch apart, maybe less. And they both look just aggressively indifferent. Is that a fair characterization? Yeah, and they're um, well, like you said, there's they are so close and at the same time so not close. They yeah, they look like, like they're kind of staring through each other. Like they're not really gazing into each other's eyes; they're looking off into the middle distance. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like, uh, so how do you draw a panel like that? I mean, you know, I guess he can't draw them staring in each other's eyes because we wouldn't see that, right? So they have to be looking a little bit forward. I, I don't. I guess I'm wondering if they are supposed to be staring at each other. I guess I think so, but I don't mm. yeah. Or if they're staring <laughs> to the extent that they're staring into each other's eyes, it's with the facial expression and body language of the participants in a wild west uh gun standoff right like the moment before they both reach for their six shooters <laughs> um wow it's wow okay um this this week went from you know, some some kind of harmless farcical uh, elements and, and, and sort of juvenilia to this this one and and yesterday or just just quiet desperation. Um, so there's no dialogue in panel one. Panel two, Arlene walks off. She's now on the right. She's walking left to right. Garfield's um, 
if you wanted to criticize uh, their placement vis-a-vis the moon doesn't make sense. Like the mechanics don't quite work unless maybe the camera moved, moved forward. Yeah. But if the camera like panned to the right, shouldn't the moon, I guess it depends on the parallax effect. Uh, or as we often say, it's possible the camera was on a dolly. Um, Garfield's looking over his shoulder at Arlene, still seems indifferent. And he's thinking, is our date over? To which Arlene responds, oh, wow, did it begin? I mean, he did take her out to that back alley French bistro. Wow. And she's, it's worth saying, panel one, she seems indifferent. Panel two, she is angry. She has angry face. So panel one's the date, right? <laughs> Their date so. consists of just staring at each other. I guess so. Okay. Um, panel three, Garfield looks at the audience uh, and, and thinks, some women don't appreciate us strong, silent types. Um... Which I feel like kind of undercuts the kind of undercuts the um, the emotional impact of this one. I wish Garfield were looking at a, at us and thinking, "I'm so lonely." <laughs> yeah, or or just again like yesterday, just get rid of the dialogue in panel mm. three. Yeah, yeah. Again, the maybe maybe, maybe 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 things were getting too dark over the past couple of days, so they they needed a one liner in panel three. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, you're right. This is another one where really the picture tells the whole story. We don't need any, uh, we don't need any dialogue at all. Mm. Um, wow. Uh, Garfield referring to himself as a strong, silent type, I guess is, you know, there's a little humor there because Garfield is need He's both weak and mouthy. Um, I wonder if there's just a little bit in these last few in particular of Jim Davis trying to come to grips with the aftermath of the sexual revolution. Um, you know, like there is the archetype or ideal sort of old, older ideal of the strong silent type male garfield's not a great example of that so he's but, trying to position his laziness as as this kind of masculinity yeah i mean it's hard for me like these a few of these it's been a little hard for me not to read um and i don't boy listeners we've been at this a while and I actually don't know a lot about Jim Davis's private life. It, it might be that it's just not, uh, there's not a lot of public knowledge. It's hard for me not to read some of these as Jim Davis, like looking directly at the camera himself and saying, what do women even want? You know, mm. Like there's that kind of subtext there. Um that a, a lot of this week, actually, from, from the very beginning, from Monday, where Garfield's like, what did I do? What happened? That a lot of this has been Jim Davis just saying, 
I don't understand women. And that mm-hmm. part of the, that is, is someone, I don't know, born in, let's say the 40s or 50s, but, you know, definitely sort of a child of the, the 1950s and, and into the 60s. Um, growing up in in one, you know, with one sort of paradigm of gender relations and romantic love, and then being in the 1970s and 80s, sort of in a post-sexual revolution world, having trouble coping with that. It's well, hard it's for me not just, to read some of that into, into and, this. Yeah, and it's also just kind of, but it's still kind of low-hanging fruit for kind of like it's low-hanging fruit for comedians like yeah you know, this is you know we don't understand each other and you know what happened what did i do i don't you know there he's definitely playing into that like hapless let me even say strong silent type like the 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 hapless male who doesn't get it right um and maybe there's a little bit of self-parody there because he is portraying garfield's the date he's arranged as pretty terrible so you know maybe there's maybe maybe it's not i think i was reading this as as a little bit one-sided and a little bit um um i i misogynistic is probably too strong but like a, a, a very sympathetic towards the male but maybe he's maybe he's poking on garfield as well um, or there's some, I mean, again, it's, it's hard not to see some self-loathing in this one. I, I'll just say that. Well, I, it is interesting. I mean, you, you know, when you read this, who, who's, uh, who's, uh, do you relate with Garfield or Arlene here? Yeah. I, it's hard for me not to, I, I, as someone who was, you know, born in the 1970s and sort of grew up mostly in the in in that world. It's hard for me not to sympathize with Arlene. Right. Yeah. You know, like that just seems like that. Well, like yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Arlene's right. This was a terrible date. Garfield is not not a good um, not a good date. Um, but I wonder how some of that played in. Um, I wonder how some of that played in in 1984, mm-hmm. if that sort of played Um I'm desperate, listeners. I'm def- desperately looking for some personal information here on Jim Davis. I know he's, he's been married twice. Um, second marriage was in 2000. It doesn't say when the first marriage happened. So it's. I wonder if he was single at this point. It feels a little raw in that regard. But anyway, it is neither here nor there. Uh, I don't want to go on too long in this one. Um, listeners, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast all the cool people are listening to. Uh, thank you and good night. podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. 
Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.